Hello everyone and welcome to the Artful Athlete podcast episode 77. I'm on my last few days of quarantine and I'm so ready to be released back into the world, into the wild. I'm just excited about it. Honestly, I miss the outdoors. <laughs> and the first thing I'll be doing on Saturday is going back, running. I haven't run since my surgery and I can tell how much of an impact it's had on a lot of things for me. So being able to go back to it will be reason enough to celebrate in my mind. I've also gone back to movement this week, which I'd also taken a step back from and every part of my body has felt it, the going back to movement. But it's okay, smooth moves will be back soon, it will pass, it's just a transition phase to help reset things, find balance again and go for these 2022 goals I got in mind. And if you're interested in hearing more about those, I've opened up a coffee page where I'll be uploading little updates on all things podcast creation, health, goals and achievements. And if you feel so inclined to support this little podcast adventure, you can find out more about it over there. I've put a link in the episode description. Now, when I was creating this coffee page and uploading my first post, it led me to a moment of honesty with myself as to where I currently stand emotionally, mentally, spiritually, physically. And it allowed me to take a moment to sit back and to try a little projection, projecting. I haven't been good at it, at projecting myself into the future for a while now. And it's totally okay when that happens because the head, the body and the heart already have a lot to handle on the daily. So it's okay not to be able to see as far into the future as others can or as much as you'd like. Now, I may not have written out a full plan as to how my life was going to pan out according to my rules for the next five to ten years, but I've set the ball rolling for a few aspects of my life that need looking after following the 2021 roller coaster ride. And in doing so, it allowed me to identify a few new goals for 2022. So, <laughs> past me would have been able to just draft a full plan and dive in and taken that ride all the way and beyond, probably, maybe. But past me is past me for a reason. And 2022 me is having to deal with different parameters. It's a different car we're running. So, what it means is I, I don't have the same energy. I don't have the same ability to focus as I used to, perhaps the same amount of time or the same relation to time. And if I want these goals to materialize, I need to adjust the balance for sure. But it won't be possible without clearing out the previous energy first. You see, last week we did talk about the way our brain builds programs and these keep on running in the back of our minds, working with our subconscious to just, to just keep going, I guess, to keep going in the best way possible in that moment. But that best way possible is defined by experiences we go through and the thoughts and beliefs that stemmed from that experience. And all these affect our energy and how we'll present ourselves and interact with the world, with a situation, with an action and, and a person. And it can mean that as we're trying to go forward, we hit a wall 
or we procrastinate, our heart's not into it. And the language we use in those moments is really interesting to listen to because we start talking ourselves down for not being able to do things or beating ourselves up, but not necessarily always realizing we're doing it. The inner dialogue isn't as encouraging as it could be or at, as perhaps it used to be. And, well, that's not helpful now, is it? Clearing your energy, clearing out the subconscious programs running in the background is as necessary as taking a break from training when you're pushing too hard and not seeing results or constantly getting injured. It's like, the way I see it, it's like when you open your window to bring the crisp morning air into your room. It's that out with the old, in with the new moment. Out with the old thoughts, out with the stagnant emotions, the negative talk, the words we tell ourselves in the background that uh, keep us trapped, keep us in the loop, keep us imprisoned. And as a consequence of that, as I've noticed in a few clients, it can also push the mind to the mind, excuse me, to keep on believing that you're in a life or death situation. So it maintains the survival mode and the exhaustion you feel that comes from within can manifest itself through a mental and emotional exhaustion, but also a physical one, because obviously it has an impact on your body and your brain's stress levels, and that has an impact on other things. So after having aired your room in the morning, how does the space feel when you walk back? After having aired your room in the morning, how does the space feel when you walk back in to close the window? Imagine how this feeling would translate if it happened inside your mind and inside your heart. Fresh, crisp, clear thinking and inviting thinking. There's a thousand ways to clear out your energy. Some of the best methods I've personally used and work on with my clients are number one, to physically shaking it off. So bringing a physical action in that allows to switch the energy flow in the body. So you could literally shake your entire body, like just from head to toe, shake, 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 and then one limb at a time in a direction and another direction, just going wild and going in any direction you like, because it's good to release stuff. And if you get the shakes in one foot or one leg while you're sat at a desk, then this one is definitely for you. Number two, we're staying in the physical realm, um, but I have found running and keeping a movement practice really helpful because it's something I can just jump into if I'm feeling I need to transition into a different state of flow or actually find my state of flow. So taking that time to get moving helps me get grooving because once again, it shifts the way your body is using its energy in the moment. An added bonus, it takes your mind back to the physical world rather than the abstract or the anxiety world. And that's actually really deeply helpful on the daily. Number three, you probably expected me to say that at one point, but breath, breathing. Yeah, you totally guessed that one. Ha! But it's true. Even if you're just taking five minutes to sit down, close your eyes, Inhale through the nose, exhale out through the nose or the mouth. Combining that simple, slow, conscious breath 
with visualization exercises, keeping the inhales slow and relaxed and the exhales long and controlled, witnessing how perhaps you're blowing the stagnant image or emotion out and away from you. That's also fostering energy changes in the body, the mind and the heart, because your brain is, is seeing what it's sending away, what it no longer wants and no longer needs. Speaking of brain, number four, putting the heavier thoughts to paper, having a deload practice to empty the head, empty the heavy thoughts away from the mind and stop it from carrying on circling around the head. You can do automatic writing. It can be also more of a conscious journaling approach. Whatever floats your boat, just something that takes the inner dialogue, the monologue, the loop, and removes it, like just places it in a different location. And finally, number five, for me, what I have found the most helpful over the past few months and efficient combined with my movement, my breath and my deloading and all of that is SRT, subconscious release technique. I know, I know, I've been banging on about it for a few episodes now, but it's the honest truth. It's helped me so much in 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 shifting and transforming the weight and and the relationship I had to certain emotions and thoughts and programs which I was not fully aware were running because that's also the point you know subconscious it runs in the background you're not aware of it but it's doing its thing and then you're just dealing with the final product in your everyday life because of how you interact and you react to certain things and how your body and your mind reacts to certain things so huh it's pretty interesting it's kind of Doing this SRT and, you know, doing the other things as well. That's also what energy clearing is about. It's kind of like doing a, um, like a Marie Kondo tidying up, but in your subconscious, in your body, in your brain, in your mind, in your heart. You feel like walking into a clear room that's just had its windows opened and has a lot of clear, crisp, fresh morning air inside and a lot of space. Meaning, if there's space, I can bring new things in. And I can also not feel too crowded. Double bonus. And actually, you know what? Number six. Uh, bonus number six. Here we go. But clearing out the space you're in. If I'm struggling to work, to think, I usually plan a tidying up session. Not that, you know, my space would be messy, but it means that maybe decluttering that space, making more room for my brain, <laughs> making more room for my brain, making more room for space and air, really, is also going to help shift my energy because it's shifting the energy of the room I'm in. And if I see that there's space for new physically, then I am more inclined to seek out the new. So that's what's proven helpful to me. but. Obviously, there's many ways of achieving this energy clearing. So if you have a clearing practice, which is not on the list of the ones I've mentioned, let me know how you do it. Share your tips over on Instagram at The Artful Athlete or just come and talk to me on my other one at SigoVSCH or over today's coffee post. There we go. Hop on over on coffee and carrying on the conversation there. That would be lovely too. I like to know what you're thinking. Oh, and by the way, 
I'm also preparing a new series of mindful chats with very special guests. I wrapped up an incredible interview with someone I, whose work I really admire on Monday, and I can't wait to be able to share that with you. Woohoo! Exciting times. But if there's anyone you'd like to see on this podcast at some point, do let me know. Meanwhile, thank you for listening. As always, you're all wonderful voices, and I'm very thankful for you and your presence in, in this experience and in my life. Much love to you all, and I'll speak to you soon.